everyone, this is Deborah Rodriguez, and this is a podcast titled Help Me. In this podcast, I'm going to talk about being double-minded and what double-mindedness actually is. So I want to talk about this, and I want to relate this to the topic of astrology and Jesus Christ and how oftentimes we try to come we try to kind of combine these two in and not thinking that there is going to be a type of effect that is going to happen to us spiritually okay so the the Bible verse I'm going to be reading from is James chapter 1 verse 8 okay King James International I mean King James Version I'm sorry so this is a double-minded man is unstable in all his ways their loyalty is divided between God and the world and they are unstable in everything they do okay so what it means to be unstable what it means to be double-minded basically what this means is that you cannot serve two masters you're either going to have to love one or you're going to have to hate the other or you're going to have to you you can't really be with both of them at the same time okay you can't really serve both masters at the same time and this is what I'm going to talk about in this specific podcast now I'm saying this to say the warning of what happens with this type of you know this type of um what we try to do and how we say you know what nothing is wrong with this nothing is wrong with that but I'll actually give you a warning when you're trying to move forward into something else and you're still holding on to the past you cannot do both of them you can't okay you can't you can't live up to the same what you're trying to do new you can't have the old blueprint to do something new all right so I'm going to be talking about that today and I'm going to give just a lot of my experiences and um, different things like that especially regarding to the word that I gave last week about their super soaked blessing I did mention that this is not for everyone that was very important for me to mention that because a lot of people that are moving in this um, realm, this new thing that God is getting ready to do in the earth, they are not connected to the old, okay? They're not connected to the old. When I say the old, I'm meaning what God is trying to pull out of. If God is telling you to do something in this time, whether it's being obedient in this time, and you have not done that, you are still, you're, you're still allowing yourself to be a slave to this old way and this old mentality of what God has already told you to cut off. So it's very important when I mentioned in the word last week, the most important thing was uh, clear the way so God can make a way. And clearing the way so he can make a way means clearing all the things that the Lord has already kind of revealed to you. Even if you were curious of what he revealed to you to change or make change in that specific area of your life, okay? So that's what we're gonna be talking about today. The other thing that I wanted to mention is um, oftentimes with astrology and uh, I'm going to be talking about Snapchat, just all of those different things. So with astrology and Jesus, I see most of the time, you know, we want to say, hey, I want to we want I want a relationship with Christ. Like I want to do this completely. I want to give my life to Christ. But while we're still kind of flirting with this aspect of, okay, I want to kind of know my future, you know, I want to have. I want to know, you know, if he loves me, I want to know if, the, if they're going to be with me um, at the end, you know, I want to go to a psychic. So what we're doing is we're dibbling and dabbling with two things. And this is a double minded way. I did speak about um, in dismantling divination. So this is kind of like today, this is kind of like an extension, like kind of like, I guess pro- probably could be like a first part of the workshop that I'm going to be talking about. But astrology and Jesus Christ cannot be intertwined. You have to choose what side that you want to do. You have to choose what do you want to serve? Do you want to serve, okay, you know what, I'm going to have faith in Jesus, or do you want to serve, hey, you know what, I'm going to have faith in Jesus occasionally, and then I want to do this. And oftentimes I see this in, I mean, you just see this in the world, in the worldly way. People say, okay, you know, hey, I can look at my zodiac sign, you know, I can be a Virgo, I can be a Leo, I can be all of this, and I can be that, and I can still, 
you know, be a resident of Christ. You know, I can still do both. Like I, I know that I'm a Christian. I believe in God. And then I want to do this at the same time. So oftentimes you'll see kind of a merge of two different things. And these specific people don't know that they're merging into divination or astrology. Any type of astrology is divination. Okay. For the people who are astrologers out there, that's what they choose to do. That's what they want to do. But you cannot expect both things to work for two masters. You cannot expect both things to work for you. You can't say, hey, I'm, I want to be, um, I want to depend on the moon and sun six days of a week. And on one day of the week, I'm going to say, hey, you know what? When things are going rough, I want to kind of have a Christian point of view. People do it all the time. I understand agnostic people do it if you're into multiple religions. But this is what I'm saying specifically to this blessing that's getting ready to come on the earth. Many people think, hey, I'm going to go ahead and do, you know, I'm going to read these zodiac signs. I'm going to depend on this. I'm going to do this. And then when the blessing comes, oh, I'm going to slide into this too. No, that's not what's going to happen. What's also not going to happen is, you know, trying to give it up at the last minute. You know, you've been doing this all for, for the past few years. You've been saying, okay, you know what? I'm going to go ahead and stop now since the blessing come on. But God had been warning a lot of people already. So what's going to happen is a lot of these people are actually going to reap what they have already sown. And they're going to reap a lot of um, loss in a season before they're going to be able to receive what God is getting ready to give them in that blessing because they had sown in that area. So this is why I was when I was talking about dismantling divination, I was saying, hey, give up this, you know, let go of this. As God is telling you, let go, let go of this. I'm warning you this, this, and this. This was because this was a preparation for a specific season that was getting ready to come up. And so many people probably say, you know what, I don't I don't care. This doesn't matter. I'm not listening to this. La da 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 da. But what's gonna happen is in this specific season now, there is going to be a reaping of what was sown and what was not let go in that other season. I always mention to people, I say, everything that you experience is always going to catch up to you in some type of way. I'm not talking about karma. I'm just talking about, it's just, it's, you know, people can look at it as being like a worldly law, but it's also something that uh, we experience. And it says, you know, it says it in the word, whatever you may sow, you shall reap. And so if I'm sowing destruction in one area of my life, this is what I'm going to reap. And I have to reap this before I can, it can, it can completely be, you know, um, removed in certain areas of my life. I might not reap it in this area, but I'm going to reap it in this area. I'm not talking about salvation. I'm not talking about, Hey, when you sin, you know, you got to reap your consequence before you repent. Yes, you can repent and you can be saved, but what's going to happen is a lot of the choices that you made in one season are going to catch up with you some type of way in another season. It might not be the way you think it's going to be, but if you don't change or, or intervene in that specific area of your life, what it's going to do is it's going to affect you in another area of your life. Okay. So what I I titled this, this message helped me because I noticed that when we are in problems or when many people go through certain things in their life, they are only running to certain people to help them. They're running to certain people. Hey, could you pray for me? Could you help me? Um, could you, could you do this for me? And what happens is, I noticed that these people, these specific people, they didn't care before that, before they had a problem. They were doing whatever they wanted to do. They were rebellious. They didn't want to hear about God. They didn't want to do anything. But the moment there's a problem, they're coming and expecting help. And what's happening is they're coming with things from the past, expecting a new resolution. They're coming to expect the deliverance from God when they are still holding baggage from the past and God has told them to let that go and they have not let that go. So they're coming in expecting deliverance for a personal problem. So what happens when we expect deliverance for a personal problem? When we expecting deliverance for a personal problem, what's happening is we're not doing our side of the work. We're not doing our side of what we needed to do. We're not doing our side. And so, for instance, you want to get, you want to be married, but you don't want to do your side of the work. You want to expect God to give you a husband or a wife, but you don't want to deal with self-control and you don't want to work on things that you need to work on regarding your life, your temper and different things. You can't expect the Lord to come put a miracle and then you're still feeding and you're going, you're going eat the same vomit over and over. So this message is titled help me because a lot of us are not, we don't want to be accountable. We want to say, Hey, God is going to bless us. Okay. The prophet is saying God is going to bless us in the season. No, it's not going to this, this, what is, what is, 
is getting ready to reap is not for everyone. And I'm saying this because a lot of people are going to be going through a reaping and a judgment and they're not going to understand. They're going to say, okay, why am I going through this judgment? And it's going, this is supposed to be a blessed season for me. You have to know where you fall in this specific area. Yes, everyone is blessed. You're going to be goddess, but there's certain people that are going to reap certain things because the Lord has already warned them. The Lord has already said, hey, let this go. Let this go. Let this go. And there's certain there's going to be certain things that are going to re- that has already when I talked about a few months ago in dismantling divination, how we are creating weeds. We are adding this stuff. You, you still wanted to do the divination in the church. And then now you say, oh, okay, you know what? I got the anointing in the church, but I want to do have the divination in the church as well. And so what happens was this has already built a tree already. So now when it's come time for harvest season, we have a big old tree in front of the spout. And so when this blessing is trying to come through, there's a blockage. So there's a lot of people, there's a lot of debris that the Lord is still going to clear out. And there's a lot of things that has already been sown in the spirit that has to completely be destroyed and for in order for that blessing to come through. That's very important for you to know. Okay, that's very important for you to know. What happens with astrology? I don't care if the astrology is coming to your email. Whatever you're connected to, that is a form of divination in your life. This is clashing with the spirit of God in your life. It's almost like having a shrine up. In this shrine, you have your godly things. You have, okay, your Bibles and everything like this. On the other side, you got Pisces, you got, you know... Scorpio and all this stuff and you're you're putting this you have this you created this little prayer room and what happens is you have this altar that has one side of this and the other side of this and what's happening is you have created an altar of double minded uh mindedness you've created this altar and you're, you're thinking that this is going to work uh, together and it's not going to work together. What's going to happen is one is going to have to be destroyed, whether it's the side of, of Jesus Christ or the other side, one of them is going to have to be destroyed. All right. A double-minded person is not, is not, uh, persistent. A, a double-minded person is inconsistent. A double-minded person ha- might have a mood opposing one thing and pleasing another thing. They might say, okay, you know what? I like you today, but, but, but now since I'm in my, I'm over here now, I don't like you anymore. I don't want to see you anymore. A double-minded person cannot keep up with two sides of the bargain. They can't keep up with two sides of this, this a situation. So you might say, hey, you know what? I want to go to Bible study this week. Next week, you're mad at the person that's doing Bible study. You want to say, hey, you know what? I want to go out to the club this week. And so what happens is it's inconsistency. So it's very important if you're choosing to be double-minded minded, that you have to understand that you cannot expect the minister on the other side. You cannot expect the prophet on the other side. You cannot expect the teacher on the other side to put up with, hey, I want to do this one way and I want to do this way. Nobody is going to force you to do anything and what's going to happen is when I spoke before and when I spoke about dismantling divination there are two sides that is going to come to effect there are two things that's going to happen in this specific situation whether this is going to be you um the person that is on the other side that's going to that's going to um it's going to affect that minister or whoever that person is, or is going to affect you. It's a two, it's a two way thing. That's what's going to happen. So one thing you have to understand is even if it's a friendship, if I'm a friend with you, even if it's a marriage, your marriage, you're going, you want to go one way and your partner is going another way. And then you start to see a clash because the, you are, are going, you're, you have, you're coming with two different spirits. You're not on the same path. You're not on the same road. So that's what's happening. Uh, that's going to happen to a lot of people. I've, under, I've learned that there's a lot of, uh, people that, um, in my life or, you know, has been in my life that I've prayed for. There's a lot of people that I've prayed for in my life. And oftentimes in a situation, when they were going through a situation, the Lord will reveal it to me. Let's say I was overseeing a minister or somebody like that or whoever. And when they were going through something, 
I would feel it in my atmosphere. It would manifest literally in my atmosphere where I was like, what is going on? And the God would show me exactly what was going on. And so I here I am praying for this person. God would show me a dream and I'm praying for this person because these are people that I'm overseeing. So the Lord would show me every single thing that they were dealing with would manifest in my atmosphere or God would reveal it to me. Now, if they were, let's say they were doing something that was um, on the other side, you know, they were doing something on the other side. So here I am on this side and they're doing something on the other side. It would manifest and what it would do is it would, it would, it would um, clash with me. It would clash with me. So it's very important that even though, yes, God will use me to pray for people. Yes, God will intercede. It's also important that I don't attach myself to someone else's stubborn will. All right. That's so important. If, if someone says, Hey, I want help, help me, help me, you know, I want help. And then all of a sudden they're being double-minded. They don't want to, they don't want to continue to come to the classes. They want to continue to stay in their stuff. They don't want to, it's not saying, Hey, you're going to change tomorrow. You're going to do that. But uh, they have a rebellious heart toward anything of God. They, they say, you know what? I only want this when I, I only need your help right now. Like I don't need your help no more. I only needed your help to get started. I only need your help. Uh, and that's fine. If they only need your help to get started, that's not the point I'm making, but it's like, they only want to come when it's really bad. If it's not really bad, they don't want to be consistent. Okay. I only want to come to, uh, you know, because I only want to, um, be attached to you right now. Cause I'm going through something bad in my life. The moment I'm good, I'm going to be back in my streets. I'm going to be back in my astrology. I'm going to be back in this and what's happening is, and so it's, it's coming back and coming back. And so it's, it's a, it's, it's a, in a way it's a, it's an abuse. You know what I mean? Because you're expecting this person on the other side to give all that they have and you're not willing to give anything to change. You know, it's just like, God, you're expecting God to give you all of these miracles and you don't want to do anything on your life to maintain what he's put in your life. You don't want to maintain a miracle. You, you want to say, okay, you know what, God, God delivered me, uh, God delivered me from all this, these cancers and everything. I'm free, Lord. Yes, I'm free. But what are you doing to, to maintain certain, the health in your life? What are you doing to, to keep certain things in your life? What are you, how, what are you practicing? What are you working on? So this is what. Um, I'm talking about in this specific series. It's like, if I'm in a relationship, I talked about that on singles and celibacy. If I'm in a relationship and I'm talking to multiple people, I'm going to have to give multiple people attention. It's going to irritate me if I have to give five, six people attention at the same time without being mad at one person. So I'm going to have to hate one person and be mad at one person so I can go cheat or I can go talk to someone else for the weekend or talk to someone else for the next day. If I'm not mad at this person, I'm not going to be, I'm going to feel guilty uh, to talk uh, to this person. You know, I remember this guy, it was this, uh, this, this friend I had and he was, yeah, he was, he was something else, but, um, you know, I can't believe I called him, him a friend then, but I remember him, um, you know, and I, and I talked to him about that, but I remember him, this was like, I was, you know, young, like a teenager, but he had this girlfriend and he, every time he would go miss over his girlfriend, he would break up with his girlfriend he would break up with his girlfriend. And then he would try to go do something else with somebody else. And then after that, he would get back with his girlfriend. So they were going on and off, like breaking up, getting back together. It wasn't just, Hey, we, we in a, um, we in a, you know, relationship and you would, you wouldn't even think they were together because how, how, what he would do, but he would break up because he had so much guilt and, being with this person and cheating on them so he would break he would start an argument break up with the person and then go to to someone else and I remember saying why do you you know why do you do that why don't you just tell her you know why don't you just not be with the person why do you are you you know hurting the person in it and so that was a tactic that this person would do he would do this just so he can because he couldn't he couldn't spare like the the guilt of being like hey I'm I'm with my girlfriend and you know I kind of want to go talk to someone else this weekend so yeah I'm just going to get in in an argument with this person I know that they're going to block me if I do this I know that they're going to get mad if I do this so I'm going to do this on purpose just so I can go and do what I want to do and a lot of us are walking with a lot of us meaning in general a lot of people are walking in this specific mentality you're walking and you know what hey I, I just I just want to do whatever I want. I want to just, you know, um, uh, just go off on somebody so I don't have to deal with this anymore. I don't want to have to deal with this anymore. So what we do is we do things 
and so that we can go back to our old ways. We do things so we can go back to say, hey, you know, well, we're going to go back to our old ways. And I've noticed that um, in my specific life, there was people that God brought in my life. And, you know, yes, I provided uh, services. I provided mentoring. I provided Bible studies. And it just didn't work for some people in the past because they wanted to choose their own way. It's different if you're providing resources. I have to tell people now I have a boundary. I have a life. I have different things that I'm doing in my life now. I do have uh, mentoring services that are, that are, um, you know, that, that we're actually starting June 12. I have counseling sessions. I have, um, you know, all kind of stuff, you know? And so sometimes there'll be people, they want, you know, one of, they want all your time, one-on-one time, but you, but don't want to get on a counseling session. You know what I mean? Or so you, you're in a group, but you're in a group with everyone, but they don't want to attend that, but they want to pop up with that. And what that's doing is that will suck you dry. In the past, I remember helping so many people, so many people giving so much advice. You know, I did Bible studies. People would come to the Bible studies at the studio, but I would do so much and give so much, so much, so much to the fact that I was drained. And so I would see these specific people, they would, everything would go well in their life. And all of a sudden when there was a problem, they would call me again and they would drain me again and they would talk to me again. They would drain me again. And then they would go back. And then when there was a problem, they would go back and something else would happen. I realized God told me, you have to now give them to God. You have to instruct them. This is why I tell you guys and I teach leaders, whoever you are on my podcast, that you have to teach people how to also be dependent on God. Because if you don't, if you don't, they will put you as their God. They'll call you every five minutes. Hey, could you get me out of this? Hey, could you get me out of that? I had to learn not to get people out of everything. I had to learn I couldn't save everybody. Okay, I couldn't I couldn't take them out of every situation. It's just like a kid. If you pick them up and pick you pick them up and pick them up, you're going to spoil them. You're going to pick, they're going to feel like every time they're going to cry, you have to pick them up. You know, I saw something that actually made me cry on, um, you know, it was the, the movie, I guess the movie Ray, when he was turning blind, it was like a little clip and he was like, mom, I need help. Mom, I need help. Mom, I need help. And she didn't say anything. She didn't come for him. She just was quiet and she watched him and he got up and he started to look around and he started to be able to hear things and feel for things. And she was crying, you know, she was crying. And he said, you know, I hear you, mom, I can hear you. And so he had to learn, even though he was going blind, he had to learn how to be able to feel and to touch and, and hear things. When I was young, I learned how to skate. I learned how to rollerblade. I was like four, you know, I was, I, I knew how to ice skate. My first time going ice skating, I was six. But when I learned how to skate, I fell so many times. I had so many scrapes on my knees. My mom got me these little skates and I would skate up and down the um, apartment complex and I was determined to learn how to skate. And so I had the little, you know, four wheelers, but then I ended up getting rollerblades. I I love rollerblades. But anyway, I learned how to skate and I would skate up and down. That was my workout too. Even when I, as a teen, I would get rollerblades and I would just skate up and down the street. Me and my sister would just skate up and down the street. And then my big brother ended up getting him some skates because he didn't know how to skate. He only knew how to ride a bike. I didn't learn how to ride a bike till 10. So he knew how to ride his bike and we knew how to skate, but he wanted to learn how to skate because he was like, oh, you know, you guys are skating. I don't know how to skate. So he learned how to skate. And when he started learning how to skate, he started, he started racing all of us and he started winning every time, you know, even though one of his legs was lagging on one side he still uh he was he would skate with us and he liked he enjoyed to skate too so I was dedicated to teach myself how to skate and I taught myself how to skate uh when I was young and so I I I I kept skating I didn't give up I kept going but I kept falling and I didn't come to my mom and say mom help me You know, I I realized I had to get up and I had to do, I had to learn how to do this. And so there's a lot of people in your life, you, everything, every time you get into a situation, hey, can you help me? Hey, can you get this for me? Hey, can you put this up? Hey, can you go get this? And what's happening is you're not learning how to do things and get through things on your own. You're not learning how to do things. This is why a lot of people attach themselves to astrology you you need control you and and some people attach themselves to psychics and astrology because they're going through situations and they had a past of kind of like betrayal or fear so they don't want to um they don't want to 
go through the situation again so it's kind of coming through like hey i need to wash my back this time like i you know this person cheated on me before um i need to make sure that i can keep up with them and make sure that they're not cheating on me again so i'm gonna go ahead and um get this psychic to tell me what's going on i need to keep tabs so a lot of people do things out of fear you know some people do things out of curiosity and i've noticed that a people a lot of people that are in um you know, astrologers, and it's just not saying for you, I'm talking about like really practice it, have really been hurt in their lives in some type of way. Or they, you know, they, um, they, they need to make sure that they have tabs on everything or, um, they need to see things. Some people, they might be going, experiencing witchcraft, maybe preyed on them. And this is why they go into this type of, you know, realm. So it's, it could be as many multiple things as to why people do things, you know, or they're curious to know if this guy is going to be, who's going to be in their life or she's going to be in my life or, you know, are they going to, are they talking to someone else? So yeah, it's, it's all type of stuff. And so a lot of people seek, seek psychics, uh, as a way of help. And a lot of psychics, just because they also, you know, have the prophetic gift, the the gift is not coming from God. So it definitely can be tainted uh, because it's coming from, uh, it's coming from, um, you know, moons and stars and it's coming from one specific source. So your source in this situation is very important as to what you're getting your, um, what source you're getting your energy from. You know, when I say energy, I mean like as a, as a plug, as when you put the plug in, like where's the source coming from? You know, is the source coming from God or is the source coming from divination or this type of things? You know, even though I don't use really use the word energy, energy is used for, you know, lights and, and, and motion and, uh, you know, kinetic energy. You know, kinetic energy is moving energy and uh, potential energy is stored energy, you know, energy that's that's just there. Uh, kinetic energy is something that is like, you know, a car rolling by or something rolling by. So there's different types that we can get into that. But what type of uh, source are you getting this from? Where are you getting this from? And so what's happening is a lot of us are intertwining all of this, this energy together, you know, or we're intertwining all of this together. So let's imagine if we're going to the gas station and you filling your car with, you're filling your car with premium and then you're filling your car with regular and then you're filling your car with diesel i mean can you imagine how your ride is going to be like can you imagine what that can what can happen with all of that gas all mixed together and that's what a lot of us are walking around with we're walking around with all of these different um you know all of these different like things together and so in the my book my newest book that just released today love the spirit you're in I'm talking about detoxing a lot of these things from your life you know really getting a lot of these things out of your life I realized that even in my teen years like I had a lot of I was connected to a lot of different friends that were in a lot of things I was connected to like I told you guys I had people like giving me objects and things like I had to get rid of things out of my home I had to do a lot of things uh, to really detox and remove things out of my life and so what how I come off spiritually is really what is it it goes to so it goes into so much it goes into what I am feeding what I am allowing in my life what is around my life so I'm talking about this in this book as to really how to take this journey that I took uh to really um cleanse you know in this area because you can have gifts you can have I mean there's people that have great gifts they're probably doing miracles and different things like that but when you see the spirit in them, you can tell that the spirit is tainted. You can tell that their spirit is, um, you know, there's a lot going on, you know, you, so this is what I, what I'm writing, why I wrote this book. And this is why I'm, I'm, um, trying to show you guys the difference because what, how you see somebody, you can see a per, how you see a person's fruit. It's also about fruit, you know, the fruit that they bear. I've, I've, um, met people who, they had a prophetic gift. They were able to speak things. They saw things, but in the spirit, it started to smell. And I said, what is that smell? And it, it wasn't a smell from God. You know, when you have a, 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 a sense that, you know, the six, the people say the sixth sense, but it's really, you know, a prophetic sense. When you have a prophetic sense, there are senses in the spirit as well. Yeah, it's five senses, but it's in the spirit as well, you know, and in divination they like to call it like the sixth sense but it really really the spiritual senses comes you know eyes ears you can hear you can even smell you can taste um touch you know there's times when something is wrong i will hear a siren 
uh, in the spirit. I would hear like a um, dun, 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 dun. I, it would manifest. You know, I was talking to someone the other day. Actually, this week, I said, anytime something is going wrong, it will manifest in my atmosphere. It will always manifest itself in something, whether, let's say I have a clear atmosphere. And if somebody is doing a witchcraft on me or some if witchcraft is around if witchcraft is in my, somebody brought it into my atmosphere, it will manifest itself. I'll see it in a dream. I'll see a rat, you know, I'll see a rat in a dream. I didn't, you can, it could be, it was a moment I didn't have no bugs in my place. And all of a sudden I see a, a roach randomly come out like a monitoring spirit, you know, and after cleaning up and everything like that. So you, I, I would say, okay, you know, if something is wrong and then it would randomly go away and it wouldn't come back. So it, it would be things like us, me hearing sirens in the spirit. I, you know, I would even smell, I, I would smell, um, you know, I would smell different things. I would taste different things. I would taste, uh, I remember tasting, um, what did I taste? Uh, I would, I, I would smell, I smelled like this aroma, um, of, of roses. You know, I can, I can, uh, sense when the Holy, you know, when God is in the atmosphere, when the Holy Spirit, I remember tasting when I would sneeze, I would taste like something sweet and I didn't have anything sweet in my mouth, but I would taste this sweetness. So the six senses, the Lord uses these things. It's not just sight. You know, people think, okay, I just had a vision of drink. No, you can sense and you can smell. You might smell a skunk or you might smell a, 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 a nasty smell. If you're around someone who does, who is in witchcraft, you know, I've, I've, if I've been like that, I was on the bus with, um, there was a, a woman, um, sitting behind me and she was, she was actually practicing in witchcraft. And, um, you know, I, I remember hearing the, 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 the demon, um, I don't know what, what assignment the witch was on, but it was, it wasn't her. It was the, what was ever in her because I was on a min, I was on a, my, a ministry trip. I was heading to, uh, Ohio, um, and, um, you know, I, it was just a lot going on. And so I heard a, the witch like scream in the spirit. And uh, I, but I smelt this when I was around this woman, I smelt this. She, she had on, um, it was, she didn't stink, but the spirit in her, I knew the spirit in her was, was, was not of God. It smelled like, you know, perfume on top of like this funk, like a sulfur smell. And I, yeah, like a, a, it was like a sulfur smell. And I said, yeah, this is a witch, you know, this is a, uh, it's not me trying to call her a witch. I wasn't saying it like that, but I was like, okay, this something is on assignment. You know what I mean? This is not, uh, and she was, she started trying to like, I saw her watching me, you know, she wanted to try to ask me questions and, and God told me, he said, be careful. You know what I mean? He said, be careful. There were times when the Holy Spirit revealed to me, hey, don't bring this specific, don't let this, you know, when people come, let's say people come uh, knocking on the door or people come trying to like sell something. God would show me, don't let them in your house. You know, he would say, don't open the door. Don't let them in your house. Um, you don't know what is sent to your house. You don't know who is coming in. It's not me trying to walk into fear, but I realized when in certain situations, I learned, I've learned things from my obedience. When I didn't listen, I saw the consequence of me not listening. It would be something small, you know, and the Lord would say, don't, don't do this. And it would be something small that would happen, um, to me when I did not listen. And so I learned how to really see God in, in, in certain things and realize the, the signs of him warning me. I remember, uh, when I was in danger in a situation where I was in danger in my home, um, you know, we heard sirens and then there was this little gate that, that, um, there was this little gate that kind of came down in the spirit in the door, you know? And so it's, it's different things like that, that, that would manifest. It would manifest through, um, the compute, my computer, you know, um, something would glitch. It was, it was all, it's God is always using something to kind of show me when something is wrong. So, so people might not tell you, Hey, I'm into this or I'm, I'm still in astrology, even though I'm, you know, I'm reading this Bible and stuff with you, but I'm still doing this. They still have things in their phones, you know, they still have, uh, certain things in their phones. So what happens is, uh, it creates an atmosphere, it creates this altar, it creates this atmosphere, you know, um, the other day I was praying for someone and, um, they were telling me that it was a lot of stuff going on with them. And I was like, you know, I saw that this person had been, you know, very depressed, um, suicidal, etc. And I said, what do you have in your phone? And I was like, oh, nothing. I don't have. I said, no, you're reading, you're reading some, some books. The Lord revealed to me 
the books that this specific person was reading and that the books were a lot of dark books, you know, ghosts and different things like that. And the books, I said, these, this is what, this is why you're going through this. You, you're doing this, but you're still doing this and you have, you're, you have a clash and you're going through high levels of warfare. So it's not fair for you to do something like this. And then you have someone else in your atmosphere that's trying to live holy, that's trying to do something right. And then you're coming and bringing this into their atmosphere. This is why you cannot let anyone in your house. This is why you don't just go any place and you don't let your kids go any place. I tell people that all the time, you know. You don't, you, you got to be careful. And when you come in, you need to pray. When you go, you need to pray because you don't know what's going to end up staying where you are. You, you bring, we want to bring in every object. We want to bring in certain, certain things. I remember when I bought something, uh, and I didn't realize that it had something else on. It was beautiful. You know, I bought it and I realized that it had like, um, I remember thinking it had like a little snake or something on it. I had to throw it out because I didn't, I didn't notice it. When you first look at it, see certain objects come from different cultures. They might, it might come from China. It might come from Africa. And so you don't know that this thing has like a snake or it's been engraved like a symbol or a, a reverence to some other God. And so what it does is it comes and it brings this big, thing into your atmosphere and you don't realize what's going on you don't realize why am I having all this warfare I talked about this uh before when I was 19 and God taught me that the hard way you know when I went into someone else's atmosphere and they gave me something and I brought it into my atmosphere and then my I started going through heck up in my atmosphere and I had to realize when God tells me specifically when he tells me do not bring anything when he tells me do not bring anything in your um in your place I had to be obedient to not bring anything in my place I had to be obedient to when I go visit people and they certain people give me stuff oh it's okay you know I, I just can't take it it's happened to me many a times because what happens is it comes into my atmosphere and it um corrupts my atmosphere now if I get something let's say I get something from someone or I get to, I pray over everything if it's a gift and I have a, a feeling about it and I feel like I need to, re- I pray, I pray about it. You know, I pray over it. I pray about it. And there was gifts in the past that I would not, I would not take everybody gift. And I, I remember people would get mad because I, there are certain things I'm just not going to, if the Lord leads me to not take, I'm not going to take it. It's not that me being religious, there were people um, I remember this one woman, she was so persistent to give me this gift and she wanted me to put it in my place. And God said, no, he said, no, whatever is on that thing that cannot be in your apartment. You cannot bring that in your place. And I had to say, no, it's okay. You can go ahead and donate it to someone else. And she was very upset about it, but I already knew her. She, she didn't have the right intentions for me. And God had already saw that, you know? So I can be being double-minded by I'm having this atmosphere. I'm trying to do this. And here I am bringing in something else that is getting ready to clash with what I'm doing. You know, so my, my, what, the, the, what I'm trying to mention to you guys is if you want Jesus Christ and you want, you know, you want to have the blessings and the power and the Holy Spirit, you want to have all this stuff, but you still want to dabble in this twice a week. You know, you're still posting your astrology affirmations. You know, you're still doing this and that. And you just said, Hey, I want to do this. You know, if you're somebody, I spoke this to you guys before, if you're somebody that got to read a daily horoscope every day, you, you're looking for somebody that's coming. These people are coming from tarot readings. They're coming, they're reading from, they're doing moon readings. This is where they're coming from. If you're trying to transition out of that, you, I told you guys, there's so many, um, there's so many, um, prophetic devotionals. One is Jesus calling. She's speaking. God spoke to her every day in this, in this Jesus calling book. And she, um, it's a devotional. You open it up. It might not be, it's just an encouragement devotional telling you what you like here. This is her saying how God spoke to her. So every day it's a devotional and it's saying, focus on this today. Focus on this today. Focus on this today. It's the same. But if you read a, a, a horoscope, y'all trying to read it like, okay, this is going to happen today. Uh, in, moon, in moon rising, moon rising this. Today, your day is going to be hard. Today, your day, you're going to clash with somebody. What, what happens is y'all go and actually make this show day. You go and actually start this and you go and actually make this, trying to make this to be true.
you go trying to make this to be true you don't realize but you actually trying to you you're trying to make this thing exactly work how they're saying it's working so you're trying to go by this same thing exactly how you feel like it's going and this is what happens this is why oftentimes when when I tell people people get a prophetic word when you get a prophetic word it should be a confirmation okay it should be a con usually a prophetic word is a confirmation it's already confirming that something that you that happens and then it's giving maybe some insight maybe into the future for somebody but a lot what happens is a lot of people uh you know this and so they start to prophesy that's why you see all these people with prophetic words rising up on um on uh youtube because they're rising up on youtube a lot of people not because they don't have the spirit of god i'm not saying that but some people you you hear their um i hear their message and a lot of people have a lot of dreams and their dreams turn into warnings and it's very important to say hey this is what the spirit of god showed me in a dream and this is what I feel like in the spirit that could be happening for somebody. It's very important to say it like that because it's not happening for everybody. That's also that's very important. Also, if you give a prophetic message and say, hey, this is going to happen to you now. This is going to happen to you two days. Now, anytime I speak about now, now it's spoken to in a season. This means a season of now. This is a season of now. But if I if somebody say, hey, within the next two days, and then somebody else that could get online and they say, okay, two days from this video, that's out of season. That's out of, that's out of the word. That That's not, you tell, you said two days ago, you, you did that message on the 28th and you telling somebody two days, that's the 30th. So that somebody else new get on this video on the 30th and you telling them two days and you, so, that, so yeah, you throwing everybody off. So a lot of these people with prophetic words that have the gift of prophecy, they're not in the office of a prophet, but they have the, the gift of prophecy and they're, they're, they're speaking and they're prophesying, which I understand because it's probably helping a lot of people. But you got all these people thinking that, hey, that direct message is for them. You know, you have to be able to witness with this message and prophetic words is a good uh, prophecy is good because it's giving it gives and it helps people get direction. But you have to be careful. So. When you are somebody that are highly, you know, you're looking for signs, you're looking for this and that, you have to stay connected to that witchcraft or that astrology, because if you don't stay connected to that astrology, things are going to go wrong. You know, I don't understand. Somebody was like, okay, well, um, I, uh, you know, I gave somebody a word and it didn't work. You know, the person moved and it, and it didn't work anymore. No, if that's a word that, if that's a sure word, and this is a word from supposedly God, that word is gone. I don't care if you move to Alaska. I don't care if you move to Arizona, if you move to another country, that word is not going to, that word is not going to fail. Okay. That word is going to, that word is going to be firm. It's, if it's a warning, it's going to be a warning. If it's a, um, whatever word is going to confirm itself and it's going to come to pass. If you are uh, God is going to bring it to pass. If, but a lot of people are trusting in these astrologists, these people talking about these moon readings, and ain't nothing coming to pass. And what's happening is you done paid this person all this money to do this for you, and they can't tell you everything because they don't see everything. They might have some insight. And for a lot of people, psychics um, actually help people. Some of them, they help a lot of people who are going to these people. They, 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 you know, astrologers, they actually call themselves, they help people. I'm not calling them demonic. I'm not calling them devils, but I'm, I'm just telling you the warning of, of putting both of these things together, putting witchcraft and putting Jesus together. You can't put them both together and expect them to work the same. This is what I'm saying. So you either won't, because the blessings from God is not the blessings from from the uh, the master of whoever in Hindi, whatever. That's not the same. That's not the same. It's not coming from the same source. So when a lot of people are gonna be disappointed, because they're gonna say, oh, "Okay, you know, this is my season," just because they saying they claim in Christ, they're saying, "Hey, I believe in Christ. I'm claiming Christ. I'm on this team." And, but God, you're very far from Him. He don't even He He He's saying, "You, I where when you came in." You know, I had reported this issue um, a year ago. It was an issue that happened a year ago. And I reported it. And so the, the, the person called me, literally called me a year later. And I said, where have you been? Literally, this was like the district somebody or of something. I said, I, I, I contacted you a year ago regarding this. Where have you been? 
you know and and he said oh you know i'm coming i'm coming back um he said oh i'm coming back after a year you know i'm i'm coming back uh here after a year i said well the the issue has already happened and it's already done its damage you know yeah i'm i'm the investigation is open i'm already it's already been open but you're now coming contacting me after a year after i contacted you you see what i'm saying so it's like it's like i i mean it's not a, that's not an excuse it's not an excuse it's not an excuse to say hey this didn't happen because this happened. So y'all come and talking about, hey, help me after when it's when it's a problem. You're not you you know when it's a problem, we wait long to 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 come solve problems. We wait long to come to God with things. We wait long to change. We don't want to. God said, let go of all your idols. We're getting ready to go into the season of of the reaping. Let go of your idols. Y'all like, oh, I'm gonna wait. I'm going to wait the day before uh, the, 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 the word is released. I'm going to wait the day before. I'm going to go ahead and do all this stuff. Then I'm going to fast. I'm speaking to somebody. Then I'm going to go ahead and we're going to fast and pray. Because we, we, you know, God saw us. He saw our um, intentions. We're just going to fast and pray now. So I'm just going to fast and pray now a day before so that we can, uh, you know, we will be on good standing. No, what's going to happen is you're still going to reap what you did before. You're still going to have that judgment. You're still going to go have that loss. And then God is going to restore. You're, he, then he's going to restore. A lot of people, there, even when there's a situation, there is going to be a loss and there is going to be a gain. There's still going to be a loss, but God is going to show grace in certain areas. Just because you get grace in a certain area don't mean that you're still not going to have to reap something in that specific area or somewhere else. So it's like we want to, you know, in this season, we want to play God. Okay, we're going to be on this side and we're going to be on this side. The Lord the Lord gave me a prophetic dream years ago and he and I just released this word, literally the super soaked blessing of what's getting ready to happen. And this is the second part. Wherever you are in the, in, uh, in the kingdom, I saw the Father, Son, Holy Spirit and I saw vanity on the other side. Wherever you are, there's going to be a bridge. It's going to get cut off. It is going to get cut off wherever you are, wherever you're mingling in, you're going to be cut off. If you're a Christian and you decide, hey, I want to be in the world today, I'm going to keep doing what I'm going to do. I'm not going to cut off this. I'm not going to cut off anything. What's going to happen is you're going to be in this specific situation. You're going to be judged in that specific where you where you fall. That's where you're going to be judged at. You're going to be judged where you, where you fall at, where you end at, where you allowed yourself to be, um, you know, to land on when God said, Hey, I, I want you, that's where you're, you're going to be judged. And it's going to, people think, Oh, I'm just going to be walking the tightrope. This is what I see. Y'all going to, y'all walking the tightrope up and down. Oh, okay. I'm going to be over here. Jesus Christ today. Okay. I'm going to go to church, but then I'm going to still be dealing with these crystals and stuff over here. I'm going to go over here and I'm going to still be dealing with these crystals and stuff. No, wherever you fall, that's why I was telling you guys, you need to clean out your atmosphere. If you got anything that is of, of the astrology, divination, whatever it is, you better clear it out because in that time when it's time for that check for a lot of people when it's time for that inspection you're going to wherever you are is going to be where you're going to get cut off that's where you're going to get cut off and a lot of you guys got a lot of stuff y'all got jesus over here y'all y'all got astrology over here you you saying god 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 oh i love god oh i'm a christian but you got a whole shrine full of crystals and and spell books and everything like that you can't you can't choose you know, you can't choose both sides. You have to choose one side and you have to be, you have to be, um, you have to be stuck on who you're going to serve. You can't serve two people at the same time. So who are you going to serve in this time? Who are you going to serve in this time? Are you going to serve Jesus, or are you going to serve an, an astrologist? Or are you going to serve, are you going to sow into darkness or are you going to sow into life? What are you going to serve in this time? Because one thing, one thing going to happen is you might, you going to, if you doing both sides, eventually you're going to get angry at this. You're going to get angry at this specific situation and you're going to say, you know what? I can't take this anymore. I don't want to, 
I don't want to live. I don't want to live for God anymore. I don't. I can't handle this because you're gonna go. You're gonna want to go on the other side. So it's gonna be a fight until you realize what side that you actually want to serve and where you want to be. That's important. That's that's very important. So I want you guys to think about this in this time. I want you guys to really think about this. And who are you serving in this time? Who have you put as your God in this time? Because you have, some of you have two gods. You say, hey, you know what? I'm still this Aries. I'm this Capricorn. You know, this is where I'm living. And you posted everything. And then you got Jesus Christ. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. But don't come running asking for help after you don't want to help yourself. When everything go wrong and, and it's not going how you want it to go because you're dibbling and dabbling with two things, don't get upset when you when you when you see that that's not working for you. Don't get wrong when you see that hey you know I, I'm I'm trying to believe in this God you know I'm doing this but this not working for me because what you're doing is you can't serve two masters you gotta you gotta choose a side. This is what the Lord has given me. You have to choose a side. You have to choose what side you want to serve. You gotta choose hey I want to be this or I want to be that. It's not about lanes, you know. It, well, if I'm speaking about lanes, I'm speaking about if I say if like let's say if I say this term, stay out of my lane. If I say the term stay out of my lane, I'm saying stay out of my business, stay over there. <laughs> you know, like stay out of my life. I'm gonna do what I'm gonna do in my life. Whether it's me doing whatever I wanna do, meaning like not whatever I wanna do, like you know, rebelliously, but if I wanna if I wanna do dance, if I wanna preach and I wanna do business, I'ma do dance, preach, and I'ma do business. But if I want so that's what I'm saying. I'm saying I'm gonna do what I wanna do over here and you do what you wanna do over there. That's what I'm saying in my lane. When I say, hey, I'm in my lane. My lane mean I'm in what I'm supposed to do, whether it's three, whether it's five, whether it's ten. Okay, but being on your side and and having choosing a side is important in this factor. You can't do both. You got you either serving one person or you serving the other person because eventually somebody gonna hate the other thing. This is when I told you guys when I, I remember trying to read the Bible and this guy. Uh, he was call- he was in my life calling to- saying he was a Christian talking about yeah I believe in God I believe in God I believe in God and then you see him posting you know you see him posting stuff about like uh, woke and all that stuff and I'm like oh that's not that ain't the God I'm that ain't the God I serve like we serve two we serve two gods you know he talking about God that's why when I say God I say Jesus along with God and you'll hear me say Holy Spirit because I've been through situations where. We were having a conversation. This was another situation. Me and these two men were having a conversation and we were saying God. And then the moment I st- I said Jesus, they went off. It was like something in them. When they heard Jesus, something in them manifested. This these I remember this was this was two friends. I mean, we talking about God, we thinking everything. And the moment I said Jesus, this person cursed me out. It was a whole thing. I went through this twice. I, I told you guys, I went through this twice where when you the moment you say Jesus and some people like they oh they don't they don't they don't believe in that God. It's not even that they don't believe in that God, they don't serve that God. They serve, you know, you want to do this and you want to do that. They 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 serving a um, you know, they serving a earth a earthly uh creation. You know, they're serving all of this type of stuff. So you got to know specifically, like, who, who are you serving? Who are you serving? You know, who are you serving? Because everybody not serving the same guy. I remember I was reading that Bible. I told you about that guy. And um, he was getting mad at me. Not the one that I told you was actually helping me. You know, he was like, hey you know, I'm distracting you. I'm talking about this was some years ago, but I remember I was, this person came in my life talking about that he believed in God. And I remember reading a Bible and he was like, you reading that Bible more than you, you talking to me. And I was like, that's what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to be in my word because you're a distraction. You're not going to get mad if somebody is in the word, 
You're not going to get mad if somebody's reading the Bible. This person was mad because I was reading the Bible. You're supposed to encourage me to read the Bible. You're supposed to, if anything, you're supposed to read it with me. You're not supposed to get mad when you see me reading it and you see me getting closer to God. You should desire to be getting closer to God as well. So a lot of people... You're crying, help, 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 help me, help me, help me, help me, help me. But you're not doing your end of what you're supposed to be doing. You're expecting all of this stuff and you want the blessing and you want to read the blessing, but you still want to do what you want to do. And I see so many people, they're like, okay, you know what? I'm going to try this. I'm going to try this. And then all of a sudden you see them back doing the same thing. And then they mad at you and they're posting different things out of rebellion. And they think that they're going to still stay. No, you're not. You can't attach to my life. I can't keep you attached to my life. I can't keep I can't keep you attached to my life. The reason why I can't keep you attached to my life is because that what you're doing, I'm going to now say, "Hey, I'm endorsing this." I can't fellowship with that. I can maybe yeah, I can talk to you. I can say, "Hey, how you doing?" If it's for ministry, but I cannot fellowship with it. I'm not going to be friends with something of the darkness and I'm saying I'm of the light. Because eventually you're going to hate me. You're going to hate what I'm saying. You're going to hate what I stand for. I can still be in the same room with you. I can sit with sinners. Yes, I sit with sinners all day. But I cannot fellowship and say, hey, I am a part of this. We're friends. We're buddy. We're buddy, buddy. I told you guys before, no, it's not about a lifestyle. Y'all have friends that are from different walks of life. Yes, I know them. But I can, I'm not going to go to the same places they're going. I'm not going to go sit and, and, you know, party and all this stuff with them. No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that. Like people say, you know, I remember someone asked me, well, do you drink wine? Like, do you drink? I said, well, I drink wine occasionally. The reason why I told them I drink wine occasionally is because I drink wine. If I, let's say if I go to a party, okay, if I go to, I don't go to any parties these days. I don't go to just, you know, somebody invite me to a party. I don't go. And especially if I, if I do go, I'm not going to drink because I'm not going to drink with it, it depends on what fellowship. I said I drink occasionally depending on the fellowship I am in. If I am in, um, let's say that I'm going to a wedding. And the wedding has, you know, they have drink. Usually weddings have like tea and stuff. They don't really have like, well, sometimes they do have alcohol. But I don't really drink. At the wedding, I like to have like the teas and lemonade. But let's say if I did get a glass of wine, like maybe one. If I do like a small glass of wine, that's really all I'm going to drink. Maybe a small glass of wine and that's it. I'm not going to get drunk. I'm not, you know, it's probably be just a little bit. But if I do go to a wedding and drink like a little bit of wine, let's say, because I love wine, you know, and I go and drink a little bit of wine. I'm going to drink wine in the right fellowship. I'm not going to go drink wine with people that's just getting drunk all day, partying, throwing themselves. I'm not going to go into that type of atmosphere and drink wine. You, You understand what I'm saying? So it depends on the fellowship that I am in it's nothing wrong with with having a drink of wine i mean some people have they have they like all other type of things i don't i'm not really into a lot of all other type of of things you know but um i do like wine you know i like champagne you know what i mean champagne like uh i'm not gonna drink like more than like a small glass because it'll give me a it'll give me a headache you know if if you drink too much i had an experience with a mimosa i'm not, I'm not even gonna laugh about that but uh i forgot it was champagne in the, in the orange juice you know and um this was at a brunch party i had like a family brunch party this was some years ago but anyway um yeah you have to know what you're gonna do i'm not gonna fellowship in certain things like i will love you and I am not going to judge you, but I'm not going to fellowship with that because what that's going to do is that's going to have me making it seem like, Hey, I'm over here and here I am. Now I'm living a double. Now I'm going through things. Now it's affecting my life because you want to do what you want to do. And you're coming in and saying, Hey, I'm going to do what I'm going to do. I'm going to be in this witchcraft and I'm going to attach myself to you. And we're going to do this. I will talk all day. I can do all that, but I'm not going to go to, I'm not going to go to a, to a, um, a moon event. (laughs) You're not going to see me there. You know what I mean? You're not going to see me doing those type of things. And that's okay. That's, that's completely okay. But we can, I can still be a great asset to your life, but I'm just not going to fellowship in those specific areas. If that makes sense. Okay. So I'm going to go ahead and pray for you guys. Uh, because we're running, we ran out of time. So dear Heavenly Father, I come to you today, God. God, I am praying for 
um, whoever is on this podcast, Lord, I pray if they're living in a double-minded mindset, a double-minded life, God, I pray that you convict them and show them what it is that they need to let go in this season. God, I pray that anyone that is over the sound of my voice that is needing deliverance from divination or astrology that's trying to come out that it can't shake it they're trying to figure out what is going on why is this what is this god show them and reveal to them what it is and help them to come out of this and to have and and have grace on them god as they move into this fullness of you in this specific time God, I pray that if there's anyone around them that are into that are influencing them or around them in this, Lord, I pray that you remove that from their life, their lives, so that they can be able to walk in the fullness and be obedient to you. And God, I pray all of this in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, I love you guys, and you guys be blessed. And I will see you guys on the next set. Se-